Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Willkommen, buongiorno, buenos dias y como se dice, felicidades a todos los gente que están uh, aprendido que yo está hablando. I don't really speak Spanish, but that was fun. Welcome. My name is Jeremy. I'm the Heart Tripper number seven, and this is another episode of Jeremy Knows Weekend Edition, where we get to dive deep into the backstory and passions, talents, interests of someone in our VFriends community. Today, I'm going to be introducing you to Morgan Tanner, who's an acrylic painter and joyous jellyfish token holder. Before I transition into the community chat that we did with her on Wednesday, I want to let you know of just a couple things that are going on this week. It's Sunday, right? So be aware that Gary just released episode six of Trash Talk. That's very, very exciting. Um, Tuesday is the final Sorcerer Scholarship University Clubhouse before the deadline. So also big news, the Sorcerer Scholarship deadline is Wednesday. Please, please, please do not let it pass you by. Don't live in the regret of, oh, what if, oh, should I have? It's 250 words. Just give it a shot. If, if you have even the slightest interest, please give it a shot. Also, Wednesday night, we're going to be doing our super stream starting at 7 o'clock with two community chats, followed by the weekly Let's Be Friends News Clubhouse. So please join us for that. I want to let you know also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. before our 9 p.m. Clubhouse event is uh, a room that is called V-Jainas. Um, a very, a very n- new room. What do I want to say? I, I, don't want, I don't want to speak for the women who started the Vaginas room, but I think that the intentions and the space that they are making for themselves is very important. So I just want to bring some attention to that as well. Additionally, there's always so much going on. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's some changes in the Discord you might want to check out. Um, oh, and and Gary followed us on, on Instagram and Twitter. I guess that's something. On Twitter... I'm really pushing to get to 600 followers so we can have our own Twitter spaces, which if you haven't heard, Twitter spaces is like a clubhouse integration on Twitter, but you need 600 followers to start your own. So we're about 150 followers away. If you want to go to want to be a VF on Twitter and drop a follow, that would help significantly today. So anyway, without further ado, I did that because I know that most people won't listen to this, this whole hour-long episode. So hopefully I caught you and now I can direct your interest to a very, very charming young woman with some serious painting skills and just a lot of joy. Her name is Morgan Tanner. You can find her on Instagram at Morgan Tanner Art. That's M-O-R-G-A-N-T-A-N-N-E-R-A-R-T. Yeah, I'm excited to introduce you. Enjoy the show. Voila. Look at that. Look at that transition, smooth. Yes. Hi, Morgan. Oh my gosh, this is so simple. Yeah. I love this. I know it's so simple. We were doing okay. things. Um, I'm, I'm gonna. I don't even know if it's showing my age because I'm only like 27. But I have literally never streamed on Twitch ever. So like, this is a for me, which is exciting. So thank I you. Love that. I love that. 
You know, I have, I've had a, a handful of people, it'd be their first time ever doing a live coming onto the show. And it's not as stressful as it feels right before you do it. Yeah. I, I, I can feel like the burning of the lens. Like I'm very aware, you know, I've also got Instagram here. The four of you on Instagram should come to Twitch. It's way better there. Um, but I just, I just like let go of the need to be entertaining and I can't really, I can't really stop thinking about the fact that I'm being seen because even looking at you, like I could see myself like off to the side a bit, but you know, it's not our job to entertain. It's our oh, job yeah. for me and you to just like connect and like talk about be friends or whatever the hell we want. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a blessing that 19 people want to hang out with us and hear about your work and who you are and your backstory, how you came to be friends. You know, I can't wait to find out if you're a token holder and what you got and why, you know, all that is awesome. And the main, the main thing that I return to with this is whoever is present is priority. So the floor is yours, Morgan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Uh, what a, what a warm welcome. Thank you so much. So, um, I guess talking a little bit about V friends and how I came into this realm, um, I just discovered Gary like early right. last year. Okay, good. I don't know how it came across. It was one random YouTube video and I, I like to listen to uh, either lectures or podcasts or something uh, intellectually stimulating while I paint. So I'll pick someone that I like to listen to on YouTube and then anything that comes across as a suggestion, usually I'll kind of roll with it. But when I heard Gary speak, his energy and tone was so different than everything mm -hmm. else that I heard. I was like, huh, who is this? What is this? Um, hmm. And that kind of sent me into the, like, Gary spiral, where I was like, who is he? What is he all about? What does he have uh, to say? Radical, as it were. Like, one thing yeah. always leads to the next. <laughs> Suddenly you're watching on multiple platforms. Uh-huh. Great. Oh, yeah. I followed him literally everywhere on social media. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. He's opened my eyes in so many ways. Um, and I freaking love that. Like, I got to meet him briefly, virtually, at Pencils of Promise at an event. I believe it was either in October or November of last year. Okay. Right. Uh, he's a board member on Pencils of Promise, which... If people don't know, you, you probably know better than I do, but I think they provide resources to schools. Uh, yes, basically they uh, provide educational resources to communities in need. Great. So basically making education accessible to kids who wouldn't have that opportunity otherwise. So I think that that's so, that's so beautiful. Totally. It's a great mission. It's, it's one of the best. It's, it, I mean, I, it, it's not worth comparing the humanitarian issues that need addressing in the world. You know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's, there are different categories, education and climate change, for example. But for me, I always come back to education as the solution to every single problem. Like, like literally everything from climate change to systemic racism to, um, I don't know, garbage disposal. It's like everything comes back to like teaching people properly as people <laughs> and also giving giving you know innovators in those spaces the tools to educate right. new generations and do research together and develop the next world you know like we're constantly 
adopting a new world the same way we've all adopted crypto like the rest of the world will come and it takes time and money to pay teachers to educate folks um, among other things oh my god yes like and when when i saw the opportunity to you know obviously it's donation supported so when we're buying a ticket to this vip event to be able to meet gary all of the proceeds are going toward that cause so the yeah. minute that i saw that was the cause i didn't even hesitate i was like this is going to be a two for one amazing thing because i'm going to get to meet gary talk to him for a minute i'm going to get to donate uh some of my blessings onto other people who need them right mm-hmm. uh, so i didn't even hesitate at all when i found out that was the mission and the reason why it spoke to me even more strongly is that my mom was a teacher. And my, we'll, we'll probably talk about this later whenever we get into exactly the V friend that I chose and why, okay. like how that all together. A but, little, uh, little foreshadowing, a little mystery. Yes. I've been working in, working on my marketing skills. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good hook to keep you on, right? So, um, yeah, my mom is a teacher and my mom died what eight years ago almost and that yeah i was only 20. i really thought that i was a grown-up but you know at 20 years old i was basically still her baby you know i felt like uh my whole world was crushed when that happened and that that's why it spoke to me even more strongly about pencil of promise and education and why that's so important. And I was like, Oh, this is such uh, such a good opportunity also to honor my mom in participating in this. So I was like, I was sold immediately to be able to do that. Great. So cool. And, and, and how was it? I mean, what, what, how many people were there? Oh my gosh. I forget exactly how many people it was probably like, there was loads. Two. Well, within the VIP event, they actually did have a limit of how many people could reserve the spot to be able to be in the room with Gary, like in the virtual room. Whoa. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, oh, my gosh. How many people were there? It was like maybe 40 or 50, if I'm remembering right. But I mean, that, that was like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering, yeah. I'm wondering, like, you really got captured by Gary is there something that comes to mind that is like the biggest lesson or the, the, the aha that made you dive deeper? I'm always interested in like, there's so many tenants in Gary's content and you know, he's always preaching both and pull from both ends and different people need to hear different things. So I'm curious what stood out for you. The, the biggest thing for me was self-awareness and how often that I, would hear Gary talk about that. And what is so refreshing in all of his conversations is that while he does have opinions on certain things, everybody does, right? Mm-hmm. He always focuses on do what is best for you, but be honest about it. Mm-hmm. There are so many options that exist in the world for whatever you want to do, but you've just got to be real with yourself. What do you really want? Don't carry the beliefs and the expectations that other people have put on your life that is not going to serve you do what is in honor of yourself and be self-aware enough to know what that decision is and be honest with yourself. So that, that was what really, really hit home for me. I I love his balance in 
how it always comes back to do what's right for you. Morgan, are you a singer? No. <laughs> you want to sing a song with me? Sure. Okay, we're going to sing a song about self-awareness. Ready? Okay. Okay, we're going to find the rhythm together. Look at me, self-aware. Self-aware. <laughs> I, um, I had to say my quick where people can pay pay to like have us sing a jingle and we're two jingles behind. So like what's the self-awareness jingle? I, I don't have any great ideas. If I think about oh it, I can't, I'll never start singing. Like something like uh, self-awareness is the key. What you do is up to me or what I'll do is up to me. Oh, that's good. Self-awareness is the key. What I do is up to me. Oh, that's good. Yeah, let's go. I like that. <laughs> it almost sounds like uh, that Blue's Clues, like, uh, uh, what was it? One, two, three. Uh, like that Blue's, Blue's Clues skidoo. I don't know if you ever watched that show. I did watch that show, but it's it's been so long. The only thing I remember is like how weird I thought it was that he was a real person, but his little notebook was drawn. I was like, that's weird. Give the man a notebook. <laughs> that's funny. That's all I can remember. Is the key. What I'll do is up to me. All I do is uh, what, what uh, the, the self-awareness is the key. What I'll do is up to me. All you need is to believe. It's, all you need to believe. All you need is to believe. It's. it's I'm really bad at finishing. I, stuff. I can. I was, stuff, but. You you've already taken us a long way there, and I really don't want to veer us off. But I was gonna say something about like, I rely on self reflection, not upon your projection, or something like that. Okay, like I feel like more, that this tempo, me. right? Like. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Wait, we'll say it again. I re I rely on self-reflection, not your projection. Yeah, some something like that. I rely on. Uh, 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 it does sound more like. I rely on. I rely on. <laughs> All I do is sing off key two. Don't worry, don't worry, V fan. It, me too. Like sometimes I can find it, but there's plenty of times where I just like don't know what I'm doing. Wait, but I keep forgetting the words. Say it again. I rely on self-reflection, not on your projection. I rely. <laughs> it's like, I rely on self-reflection, not your projection. Oh, my or, gosh. Wow. That's too musical theater. Um, <laughs> I rely on self-projection. Don't go bothering me with your projections. I rely on self-reflection. Don't go bothering with your projections. I think that counts as one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in the in the tip jar. Thank you. Um, that is awesome. That's fun. Now I now I should do my best to remember it. Thank you, Corey eight twenty Greek NYC. I still owe you one. I rely on my restrictions. Don't go bothering, bothering me with. I rely on my reflections. Don't go bothering me with your projections. You can hear like a big tuba. Anyway. I like it. I like it. I love the show. Thank you for being here. 
That was literally uh, the last thing I expected to do when I came on here. <laughs> hey, let's good. make up a song. I'm like, wow, you want me to be spontaneous? That's like my worst quality. <laughs> That's like my greatest skill. We're we're a perfect match. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Morgan, what kind of artist are you? Huh, I paint mostly with acrylics. I've been painting for 15 years, so a long yeah. time. Damn. Okay. Cool. I Since we're talking about it, of your art. Do what? I want to show people some of your art. Ah, okay. Well, um, I can take y'all on a mini tour and show y'all some of the ones that I'm your the most proud of. That would be great. Okay. We are going to take a walk through the house. This is like my office art studio, so you can see some of mine. Oh, gosh. How do I even do this? Shelves. We love shelves. I have a lot of is stuff. Island or is that, a, is that an island there? Um, They're all versions of jellyfish in some capacity. That's like oh, my big thing. Oh, that I I so you see this one? Yeah, that's gorgeous. In the background. I'm like Maybe trying to, to take us closer. Can you flip the camera? What do I do? Yeah, I need help. Flip. <laughs> how do I do You're it? You're doing great. Oh my God, I don't know how to flip it. It's okay. Yeah, you know? um, I don't know if you can actually. Um, I, I actually haven't been on this side. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, really nice. Thanks. This it one's name like, is. I don't know if it's the light, but it looks like the jellyfish is glowing. Like, I must almost, be it. almost all of my art looks like it's glowing. It's just the shading technique that I use. And then I, this is another one that I did. I love it. Ooh. That reminds me of a hibiscus flower. It it does look very feminine, that, doesn't it? Is that what I'm thinking? In like a cool way. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, if you got the bird's eye view on that, it could totally look like a vagina. I mean, the the, For the sure. space at the center has like has the top curvature of like fallopian tubes even. Or am I am I thinking uterus? I think I'm thinking fallopian. You're thinking of a uterus, but I'm okay. I knew what you were thinking. I named this one Je Jezebel because it does have that like fiercely feminine vibe kind of going I on. I also see it as like a renaissance mask, you know, like and with like in the front, but this kind of like flowery Renaissance mask. Never in my life have I thought about that. I, I used to be a mask maker. I've, I've made like hundreds of masks, so. Have you made a Mardi Gras mask before? Yes, yes. That's cool. Yeah, uh, the Mardi Gras, the Mardi Gras in a lot of ways predates Comedia, which is the art form that I studied and got into and led me to masks. But the idea of carnival that Mardi Gras is based on that is predates Comedia, but Comedia masks were later adopted in the carnival, like throughout the Renaissance. And it was very, like, if you've seen Venetian carnival masks, you know, they have like the long noses like this. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or they have the half masks. And, um, you know, sometimes sometimes they're, they're subtle, but they usually have like a frill and that sort of thing. Like that all came out of Comedia. That's roll, well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. You'll have to uh, make it, maybe yeah. if I make a special order, you can make me an awesome Mardi Gras mask because I live in Baton Rouge. So, like, I go to Mardi Gras in New Orleans every year. <laughs> Is Baton Rouge in New Orleans? It's it's about an hour away. So, it's super, super Or it's in Louisiana, I mean. It, yeah, it's in Louisiana. Louisiana. 
my my databases are all screwed up in it's Louisiana. Fun. Cool. <laughs> that, that's cool because somebody was just asking. I don't know where it went. Somebody loves your accent, cynical cat. Oh, so is, thank is that you. accent from Louisiana? Is that where you're born and raised? Yep. Cool. Born and raised in Louisiana. I've been here uh, my whole 27 years of life. Almost 28. That's awesome. Um, so check this out. I can also show them your Instagram feed. <gasps> ah, cool. So yes. this is Morgan Tanner art on Instagram, everybody. And I, I did some fun things before the stream that nobody knows. I moved my light. The reason I'm not like, like light side, dark side anymore is I moved my light and I added a little table behind my desk where I have a monitor. So now I have the Instagram over here and all these tabs and you over here. And it's, and I'm really liking it. That um, is nice. That sounds like a nice setup. I know. I'm, I'm very pleased. I didn't have a lot of time to like test it before we started because I was running late. But on the fly, it's just been very cool. Yeah. Um, I love this. I love this color palette. This is like one of my all-time favorite color palettes. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I actually just finished that one this past weekend. And uh, I know y'all probably can't read the whole caption but i can read it it says my latest masterpiece no vision no plan i just started there doesn't have to be a grand vision or a plan for what you do sometimes you just have to start and let your intuition lead you this past year i've been personally bothered that i don't yet know my quote-unquote artistic style and i've been painting for 15 years i keep experimenting but i think that's how my style will reveal itself it likely won't slap me in the face one day in the studio. Most likely as I experiment and practice with different mediums, techniques, and subject matter, it will reveal itself to me. How exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I need to hire you to voice over all of my captions on videos because that was- Oh, let's go. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I studied a lot of um, voice and elocution in 2017 to 2020 through 2020 and I got even deeper in 2020 and you'd be surprised how much of reading is just knowing where the period is. And it's basically like most everything is either a list, a statement or a question. Um, it's either leading into the next thing or it's not, mm. you know, with inflection and that's why that's why I could cold read that, which is also like a skill for actors. So like I've had 10 years of practice, but like that's why <laughs> that's why I was able to read that without having read it before. Just well, FYI, because everybody wants to know, like if you're ever wanting to indicate something to someone that you're not done speaking, you just do what I just did, where you add a little upward inflection and they know it's not the end of your sentence until you do a downward inflection and say that you're done. I like I like that. And it's really funny you say that because it it totally ties with the TED talk that I listened to not too long ago. Sorry, this is my dog Penny. Um No. You're dog yes, Penny. This is Penny. <gasps> I love dogs. It's actually my dog's birthday. I love you. Oh, Wait, really? I'm, How old is your dog? I don't know where he is. I didn't want to leave him in his crate throughout this. I, I saw him first like, birthday. on the floor. Rocky, oh, come here! Yeah, come here. He might, he might be in our bed. Actually, he's a cutie pie. 
Anyway. Oh, that's so uh, sweet. Happy so birthday, Rocky. Yeah. Uh, when when Haley gets home, I'm hoping she'll be up for bringing Rocky over and we can sing him happy birthday. I haven't yeah. told her that yet. I, I mentioned it, but I didn't like tell her that I wanted it to happen. You should tell. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I can that's, 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 so she's aware. That's totally a given. But she's, she's at rehearsal right now. She's actually directing a show. First time she's directing, which is super exciting. So she's already like done a little makeup. She's 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 ready to see people, you know. So I think it's a good time. And I love our Um, I I totally forgot what I interrupted you that you were saying. Oh no, it's fine. Um, well, you were mentioning the voice inflections, where oh, okay. you you in mid sentence will inflect up and wait until you're done with the sentence to inflect down. Yes. And I think that that's so interesting because I binge TED Talks like no other. <laughs> Great. And I listened to one specific TED Talk. I can't remember the name to save my life. But I listened to one specific TED Talk, and it was so cool because they they basically said that a lot of times if you're trying to come across, not necessarily as powerful and dominant, but if, if you're trying to establish yourself with credibility or some type of authority. Or with authority. Yeah, if if you inflect up at the end of your sentence, that should be a statement. It sounds like you're doubting yourself, so other people will doubt you because that's exactly what you do. Like, kind of like a question. Do you mm -hmm. what? What do you want to tell me? It's like, but if but if I said I'm such an amazing artist, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. like oh, she's not sure of herself. You know what I mean? So. I can tell you why. So it's I, I love that I love that you watched the TED Talk on that. It took me forever to figure that out. You know, <laughs> as, as actors, what we often do at auditions before we present our monologue or our song is we come out and we say, Hi, my name is Jeremy Hone. And <clears throat> for the longest time, I wouldn't put the downward inflection. I would say, Hi, my name is Jeremy Hone. And there's no conclusion to it. And pardon me while I make sure my phone doesn't die. The reason, the reason for that, it's a little metaphysical ethereal, but I think you will find that it makes sense is that is literally uh, relative to cor correspondence. So the upward inflection goes higher in our register. It resonates higher in our body and is associated with more um, intellectual and computational ideas. Um, an idea is not formed, right? An idea has, yeah. to, has to come from the space of the mind that's surrounding, like, you know, whether you want to call it an aura or your energy field or your vibration, your gravity, like your thoughts do in a lot of ways gravitate around each other and your physical being. And up here around our head, where our brain is, is where most of the intellectual activity happens. And so when the pitch goes up, that's part of why we have this question. But if the pitch goes down, it goes to our pelvis, where we have grounding, where we have certainty, where we have our vital instincts. If you're getting attacked by a predator, you can't wonder whether you're going to run or not. It's run, right? Mm -hmm. And... And if I do it with the upward inflection, if um, maybe I'm not sure it's a predator, maybe um, maybe I'm camping, I hear a sound, 
it, uh, is that a bear? I don't know. I don't know what the circumstance is, but if I go run, then it, run? Or do we run? There's hesitation. It's incomplete. It's hesitation. Yeah. yeah. And so it comes down to the decision and decisions happen straightforward from the hip in lower registers um, because it doesn't have to necessarily travel all the way down to your hips. And this is talking more about vocal resonance in the body. Cause like when you mm -hmm. speak, your vocal cords vibrate and they actually vibrate through your bones. So like you can speak more through your chest voice or you can speak more through like your nose area, right? Like you can modulate and control that. Um, almost lost my train of thought. And you can access those lower pitches in the, in the vital area of your intellectual zone. So like, when you think about trinities like intellect, vital, and then you have the spiritual connecting them, the head can correspond to the same thing. You have like the most intellectual part of the body, uh, most, most intellectual part of the head, the spiritual part of the head, and the jaw, you know, the kissing, the eating being the most vital part. This is like a somatics. That is interesting. But but it really translates with the, with the inflection upward and down. Man, that's cool. It, it, and it translates to music too. Like, I don't know how familiar you are with musical scales, but a lot, something you earn or learn early on is to return to the tonic note or the home note. It'll be like the first in the sequence. So if you're like, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, there's like a sense of resolve at the do, but you mm -hmm. can go, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, sol, la, ti, do. I don't know. I'm not a great singer, but that return to home is another reason of like that. The pitch comes down to signify the end. How'd you like that word vomit? I feel like I just got a PhD in sounds. How? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on my wall. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, look at this guy. Wow, I can zoom. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, this is you have you have a good setup going on um yeah it's so it's so funny because uh like we said earlier i've been uh drawing painting everything doing art for 15 years that's over half of my life easily at this point and yeah. i have said that whole time i'm like i'm never doing pet portraits never gonna do, i'm not doing that mm. and one person specifically reached out to me and said would you draw a picture of my dog and i was like I would love to, if I could put my artistic spin on it. She was like, absolutely. That's why I want you to do it. And I said, cool. And I really like it. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. That's great. Uh, I actually once did a pet, pet portrait, like a photography, and I really loved it too. There's something about like, there's so much openness in, in, uh, I was going to say cannibals, canines, <laughs> well, canines <laughs> and pets in general. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so sweet. This is the moment in the show where I don't know what happens actually in the conversation and it means we can do anything we want. That's excellent. Yeah. I, I want to hear about your, your V friend too. Okay. So I showed y'all all of my jellyfish artwork earlier, right? Mm -hmm. All of so this is how everything ties together in just like divine connection. Like life always happens. Um, 
I did that series of jellyfish um, as a result of how I processed my grief after my mom died. So I am still in the process of creating all of the corresponding artwork, but my plan is to have a whole entire artistic collection to signify each stage of grief. The second stage of grief is anger. Uh-huh. Right? And whenever I was experiencing that anger, I understood intellectually that anger is a natural response. Mm. Anger is going to present itself whenever it does. And I had to learn how to accept that and integrate it into my life in a graceful way instead of just letting it completely wreck me. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I see jellyfish as being wow. able to like, carry their wow. anger gracefully, right? Just mm-hmm. watching them swim, you're like, oh my gosh, you are so magnificent. But you also know enough about a jellyfish that <laughs> you're not going to get close enough to where they can sing you, but they carry their anger in a very mm-hmm. graceful and beautiful way. Wow. Well, I suppose having said that, we can share with folks yes my favorite is jellyfish, jellyfish. <laughs> so good. remind me i you, you probably already have it but i have i have i've been working on taking the backgrounds out of all the characters so people can have them on a transparent background and i have this one already and i can send it to you in fact i can i'm live on instagram otherwise i would do it right now but i, I can do it really easily Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah and then you can just awesome. add it to like your stories or your posts. Like, I really like having having it available. I would probably integrate that little dude with some of my artwork, and that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, let's go. Man, that would yeah, that would be that'd be so legit. I was, I remember the day that V Friends was originally going to launch i literally took off vacation from work that day because i was like i'm getting one it is done yes yes period i I was committed and then you know of course things didn't happen on that specific day i was like yeah okay whatever we're it's still happening i really enjoyed my vacation day by the way Mm um nice so I i forget exactly when things went live to be able to buy the V friends, but the 11, I was was checking all the time. (laughs) I had a very limited uh, budget of what I could actually put toward this, this, this whole project. I'm probably like the poster child for what Gary wanted from this project. This whole project was a reason why I got a wallet was a reason why I started buying crypto. Like, Literally the only reason why. Mm. And did you buy right when Gary t- said to buy? Oh, yeah. The minute that he started talking about, hey, this is what we're doing and we're going to be releasing NFTs. Everybody make sure you have Ethereum in your wallet. I was like, well, guess I'm figuring that out today. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Because so many people were buying it at 3500 to 4000 you know? Yeah. And I, yeah, I like bringing, bringing people in and... Like I already had a MetaMask, but I was like unconscious of NFTs. Like I'd heard about it and I had been investing for like five months. So I was relatively educated on different cryptos. 
Like I had one and a half ETH, but then Gary said it was going to be three. And I was like, oh, fuck, I have to have one. Yeah. I, and I had to have one so bad that I pulled the trigger before the floor hit on the first day. And in some ways, I wish I could have known. But, uh, but I am glad that the token that I bought never hit the floor. So I paid a little more than some other people. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm you know, like... It was fun to it's fun to learn through that experience. And I'm sure getting a wallet for the first time and hustling to 0.5 to 1 ETH, because that was the target at the time, right? It was like up to one ETH. Um yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, I'm super pumped. I I know that a lot of people had a specific character that they wanted or anything like that. And I didn't do a whole lot of research about what all was available all i knew was that i'm getting one and i'm going to the conference like i said i'll figure it out right like i'll yeah use however much i have my wallet i will find whatever matches and i'm committed and we're doing it and it was so hilarious because there were probably like three or four different uh characters that i was like in the process of trying to buy i had like seven tabs open where i was like seeing seeing if they had sold and and i would like place a bid or whatever and then it it would have gone to someone else already by the time that the you know someone else was in line before me to get yeah, next transaction. Mm-hmm. and then i was just like oh, damn it what can i do and i was i kept tabbing through i kept tabbing through i was like what is left and i was like what there's a jellyfish no what <laughs> <laughs> right and that, that means so much to you. You had you and that wow, love that. So you actually had a failed transaction for a different token, and because of it, oh. you started looking at other tokens. Oh yeah, like and found the jellyfish is like the most aligned with where you're at at this moment. Brilliant. Literally, let's fucking go. That is that is a V friend story right there. <laughs> is it? Oh oh yeah. Like totally, like if you could have bought the Lucky Cat or Gary B or the Patient Panda, like all these characters that we knew, or like we knew Gary wanted to be the top, mm-hmm. yeah, but have made a quick flip. But at the end of the day, especially for like the OG community, Gary wanted us to buy tokens that we loved. You know, buy one that you actually like. Like I'm, I'm, I like holding the Heart Trooper for the rest of my life. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. And that was that was what ultimately tipped the balance. I almost went sensible sommelier. I was I had I was looking at the heart pick, the sensible sommelier, because I just knew he was a big wine guy. But I didn't realize the Inostranet was like his Russian roots. I was thinking sensible sommelier was like tied to his dad. Um, okay. And and I had let go of I think the pig and the panda, and I, I just figured they would sell too early, and they did. But back to the point, like it's easier to hold on to something you like <laughs> just basically, you know? Oh yeah. And I never, I never even really had the intent of, Oh, I'm going to be able to make so much money off of this later. Like I, I never even thought about that. I said, okay, which one am I getting? Yeah. There we go. Like that's all, that's all. Uh, I mean, which props so to the people great. who thought ahead to flip it, well, but I didn't think about it. 
and, and there's so much benefit in going to the conference, right? Like you, you got your token, not for the long-term collectability, although you were aware of it, but for like the possibility of being at this right. conference and like what that's going to mean for you and your career, your family and your relationships and everything. And everything else is extra. Like yeah. you're satisfied just by getting to VCon. Like you, pr you probably feel the same way I do that like one VCon would have been enough. Like I can't wait. And the fact that we get three is going to be like out of this world. And like, being able to see the same group of people for three years in a row. How much fun is that going to be? Like, oh my gosh. It's going to be so cool. And like, we're already, we're already doing so many things. Like there's a New York city meetup that's happening this Saturday. And I, I, I don't have off work yet. So I don't know if I can go, but I really want to go. Like I want to meet these people soon. And like guaranteed if I meet them before VCon and at the first VCon, I'll see them before the next VCon. You know, who knows what we, we can accomplish as we rally together and and also, you know, carry the torch for other people to come into the crypto space. Right. Um, I'm sure you probably felt like you um, you want to bring other people into the space, but it's a lot to explain and you're not sure, like, how to explain it. Like I, that. That's where I am all the time. Where like, I don't want to fire hose you with information, but like you're my friend and I don't want you to miss this. Especially yeah. now that we're in this correction, like even though there's a lot of FUD that we're going to keep going down and it could happen a little bit, like I could see it, I could see another 10% drop, but I'm not worried about that because by the end of the year, I expect a 100% gain. I basically expect a one to 200% gain on all the top 10 coins before the end of the year. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like, but sooner or later, I believe it will. And so like, I want as many people to get in as they can. Oh, yeah. I think everyone should be viewing it right now as if cryptocurrency is on sale. It's like a 50% sale right now. Yeah, it's on sale right now. So, yes. Yeah. And, and like, agree. that's not to say that just because something drops, it's a good buy. Like, there's plenty of times where the fundamentals are not there, the team is falling apart, and like smaller projects are dangerous to buy at these yeah. levels. But if the project has long term DNA or if it's already established, like, this is not investment advice. Ethereum, um, Bitcoin, even though I know it has a lot of haters, Cardano, ADA, that is eventually going to come to mainnet. Um, and I mean, there you, you could name all sorts like yeah. Chainlink and Polkadot and Binance, Binance, Crow. More people should be buying crypto.com coin. Crow, huge. I think it's probably like 15 cents right now. Mm. Um, and there's there's 100 more you know, that are actually good project, maybe a little less than a hundred that will for sure that I could say with certainty will last the winter. I could be surprised. Yeah. I'm not an investment advisor. This is educational informational. I'm just <laughs> saying I expect two dozen projects of the hundreds that are on coinmarketcap.com to survive the winter and buying those projects at any point is going to be a good idea. Right. And people will need to have those assets in the future for sure. You know, like it will come around. And so I want people, you know, it doesn't feel like we're early because we're paying for Bitcoin at $40,000, but we really are still very early and even earlier with NFTs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I, I wish, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Right. Um, 
But I heard people talking about Bitcoin back in the day whenever I was in high school. I was like, ha, 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 LOL, what the heck are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, wow, well, that, that could have been great for me. Why didn't I wake up? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, now that we're here, yeah. I don't even remember somebody telling me. If somebody told me, it's completely out of my memory. Oh, my gosh. I remember I people. I ever talked about that. I didn't hear about it. I, 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 and, but now I, now that I think about it, I feel like I must have. And I just didn't give it an, enough attention that I, I literally don't remember. Well, like, I, I need a hypnotist to find it. I, I was also a nerd. Like, I went to school for electrical engineering. Even in high school, oh. like, I was in the calculus classes and stuff like that. So we were always talking so, about yeah, you were technology. In, you were co-mingling with the future programmers, people who were, yeah, on the cutting edge. Yeah. I remember hearing about Twitter in high school. But I, I don't remember anyone, any of my friends coming to me and being like, have you heard about this Bitcoin thing? I just don't remember that happening until 2017. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, wow. Branding, like, bro, don't miss this. And I bought a tiny bit that went up and down and I forgot about and I didn't get educated. Could have could be in a way better financial position, but I didn't get educated at that time until the end of 2020, like literally December 30th, 2020. Yeah. I mean, hey, now now we're all aware. Mm-hmm. So still early. We're in this together, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. it. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Like the, the it, it the decentralization is actually a, a a nice catalyst for uh, community cooperation. You know, we can coordinate things better. We have the communication tools. Communities can be built around ERC-20s and NFTs and anything we need. And ultimately, they will solve the problems of today. We just don't necessarily know how yet. Like, I'm, I'm kind of a, 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 a relatively good um, oxymoron or hypocrite in that way, where I can say, yes, cryptos are going to solve the problems of today's world. We just don't know how. You know, where, like, I can't tell you how a new crypto coin can solve a problem, but I can go to coin market cap and show you a project with a white paper that has a mission. And potentially if it gets enough market cap could fund some projects, you know, I, I know it's out there, but like, I'm kind of, I, but, I recognize the hypocrite there where it's like, well, but how, <laughs> but, but even when you think about the early days of the internet, people thought that the internet was a freaking joke. And then they were like, this isn't going to last very long. And then now we do literally everything on the internet now. And, you know, it's taking some, taking some time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I think it's going to, I think it's going to replace uh, a large amount of the uh, slow systems that we have right now. Mm-hmm. Eventually it will. Like, uh, I even invested in, for myself, a blockchain developer course. I'm still working through it, but I'm, like, stoked about it. I'm going to be ready to help banks come up with contracts through nfts and that kind of stuff or like realtors one day it's good yep. it's good thing yeah house <laughs> licenses oh yeah so somebody just said um did i put it where's gary i need him to stop by so we can get this chat lit <laughs> and i don't do this every stream but because it was so simple and easy on Streamyard, i actually sent gary the link today and i asked him if he would stop by seven to nine i'm not surprised that he hasn't but if you want to be so bold as to send him the link and tell him that it's on fire i'd be happy to have him 
obviously. Drofig, obviously. the gnome raffle is tonight. It's at 10.30 p.m. So actually Morgan has to go, sadly. We have other obligations. And I was actually, I, I haven't seen this before, but Twitch is giving me an option to run a one minute ad break. I don't know. I don't know if that gives me some money or You're what. You're getting money. Or it's probably going to give me money. I would like to chat to give like an affirmative. If you could give me some emojis in the chat right now, if you're okay watching a one minute ad break after we, after we uh, close out with Morgan, and I'm going to use that time to go to the bathroom. And then, uh, and then what's going to happen is the stream is going to be ongoing. I'll be here and the party's going to move to clubhouse. So uh, you can watch here, but the audio is going to be on clubhouse unless my club deck is working now which it wasn't working earlier. What is Club Deck? Club Deck is the desktop version of Clubhouse. Oh, <laughs> Teresa said, Let, can you read me the phone book? <laughs> I got in. Oh, nice. I got in. Okay, great. So, so check it out. Um, Club Deck, I, 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 it'll, it'll take me just a minute to, to set up the audio, but when I come back and we go to do the Clubhouse and the weekly news, I will actually be able to put the clubhouse on the Twitch and you should be able to hear it. So let's work together uh, <laughs> on that. Um, I, I, feel, too. <laughs> I feel like I just got a message somewhere that I was supposed to read. Uh, maybe not. Anyway, what do we say in chat? Um, yes, yes, giveaway in an hour. Ooh, look at all these, look at all these. Okay, we're doing the ad. We're gonna run the one minute ad. The chat is getting lit. Uh, Oh, Corey, thank you so much. Yeah, I don't know what happened. So Corey, 820, props to you. Um, he's going to be at the clubhouse. He was going to do club deck for me, but I just tried to sign in and it signed in. So it, it must have been on their side and they fixed it. Um, okay, let's give the floor back to you, Morgan. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you all so much for having me. Seriously, like uh, I'm just <laughs> so excited to meet you in person at the conference in January. That's going to be me so too. Funny. I'm going to see you and I'm going to give you a big hug. Like I'm just Please do. And, like, I can't wait. It, we, th th there's going to be so much group hugging happening on day one or day zero. It's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> and for, for everybody in the chat, I really appreciate that y'all like my accent. Uh, I don't hear it anymore, but I know everybody else does. Um, we both love you, me and Penny. We have very much enjoyed this. Y'all make sure you go follow me on Instagram. It's at Morgan Tanner Art. And uh, keep up with anything and everything that I have my hands in. Wow. Thank you for making it to the end of that interview. Really fun stuff, right? You know, a little jingle in there. We got to talk some serious stuff. We got to talk some silly stuff. I love how uh, unpredictable these community chats can be. So I won't take any more of your time. Thank you so much for giving your attention to Morgan. And, you know, I should say, if you want to be on the show, if you want to do a community chat of your own, it is our mission to meet and speak with every single VFriends token holder, parenthetical, and anybody who's interested in VFriends. So this is an impossible task we put forward in front of ourselves because I want to meet everyone. That is the goal. Every single person who wants to be on this show, be associated with VFriends. I want to meet them. I want to put them on. I want uh, every, all of us to know you better. So please reach out to me wherever you, wherever you like. Twitter at wannabeavf, Instagram at wannabeavfriend. 
or email at wannabeavfriend at gmail.com. So we're all over the place. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Jeremy, the Heart Trooper number seven, and this has been Jeremy Knows.